Hi, this is Cindy Godwin, pastor of Summit Church, and this is our chosen podcast. I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope this inspires you. I hope that it helps build up your faith and remind you that God has chosen you and set you apart for His purpose. Enjoy the message. So today we are going to talk about something I am so excited about today. I really am. It has had a monumental impact on my life. I told you a couple of weeks ago how the Lord spoke to me and he said, I'm bringing you full circle. And I am seeing it over and over and over. And then a few weeks ago when I was speaking to you, I heard him say again, that wasn't just for you. If you start looking for the full circles in your life, you're going to see a lot of full circles. Lest I remind you that the word of God is full circle. He said, it's not my word so. It comes down from heaven. It waters the earth. When we speak it out of our mouth, it does not return. Return to him void. It will accomplish what he desires, and it will succeed in the matter for which we sent it. But when I was standing in the back, the Lord reminded me of something. And by the way, the reason I stand in the back is I don't want to be distracted. I don't want to be distracted. I just stand back there just to hear him and to act like crazy because I just want to do what I want to do. And I am not afraid to worship the Lord. And I would, you know, consider myself mildly sophisticated, Mildly. But I'm not afraid to jump and run. And, and, and I, you know, I'm excited about the Lord. And remember last week we talked about emotional resonance. And that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Because then I'll give you an example of the bad thing, for instance. Because resonance operates on frequencies. Oh, that's new age. No, it isn't. Watch television and, and listen to the radio and all that. What are those? My voice, it's frequencies. And there's all kinds of frequencies in the spirit realm. And if you've ever read The Hidden Message in Water, you should. Because water is so tremendous. I get on people for not drinking water. I mean, you're what, 85% water? And we wonder why we shrivel. I was uh, communicating with a friend the other day that ended up in the ER. And they, you know, well, I don't know what's wrong with me. And you know what the doctor said? You're dehydrated. That's what's wrong with you. You know, you can go get a facial. You should do that sometime. And the esthetician can tell you if your skin's dehydrated. So drink water. I'm never thirsty. It's because you don't drink water. (laughs) Drinking water creates a craving. So resonance can be good or bad, and I'll give you an example. I mean, have you ever maybe had a symptom in your body, and then all of a sudden you envision your funeral? Come on, just about everybody's done that at some point if you're in a lot of pain or something. And then you start crying because you see yourself dead. What happened? That's emotional resonance. But what we're talking about in terms of rejoicing as if what you are believing God for has already happened, what would you do? Because your body can't tell the difference. Just like your body can't tell the difference between (laughs) and a real laugh. Your brain doesn't know the difference. You'll process it. You'll release endorphins or whatever those are called. Dopamine, serotonin, whatever it is. I don't know what I'm talking about as far as chemicals, but you know what I'm talking about. So 
God's not bringing you full circle. Start to look for it. I am seeing such full circle in my life. So I said that to say years ago, I don't remember how many years ago, Janice over here uh, sent me something that had happened to a woman named Sylvia McGinnis. She's just a powerful prophetic voice. And I've told you this story, but I'm telling you the story to tell you what's happened and what I'm going to talk to you about today. She had just gotten off of a cruise ship and she needed to catch a flight and she couldn't afford to miss the flight. I'm sure we've all been there. I mean, how many of you have gotten on the plane when they're boarding because you had to run to your destination? I've had that happen too many times. Can't stand it, especially DFW. It's a horrible place. And so she was, God, what am I going to do? She was at the end of the line. She knew there was no way she was going to catch that plane. She wouldn't make her connection. She began to pray, and she heard the Lord say, say reversal. And so she spoke divine reversal. And all of a sudden, the steward said, the line is changing, turn around. And she went from being the last in line to the first in line. Reversal. I've never forgotten that. I have prayed it continuously over people's situations, health, uh, circumstance, whatever it may be, finances, relationships. I've seen reversals time and again. But full circle, a week or two ago, Janice sends me a video by Jane Hammond, who is a founder of Women's Aglow, right? And uh, just a lovely lady. And she gave a word for 2022. And she said that the Holy Spirit was saying that in 2022, it is a time of divine reversal. She gave Esther 9.25. When it came before the king, he commanded in writing that Haman, remember Haman, he was going to have Mordecai, the righteous, hung on the gallows Haman had prepared out of competitive jealousy. He commanded in writing that Haman's wicked scheme, which he had devised against the Jews, was to return on his own head, and that he and his sons should endure what he had planned for the Jews, be hanged on the gallows. Now, let me give you the definition of reverse. To turn, to overturn, to turn back, and to return. So whenever you see in the scripture, you might not see the exact word reverse, but whenever you see turn, overturn, to turn back or return, that's reverse. It's a synonym. Everyone know what a synonym is? Okay. And so the king commanded that what Haman had prepared for Mordecai be reversed. And I was sitting there listening to Jane Hammond, and I went, this is the same thing. So God worked through the same person, Janice, full circle to 2022. See, I'm seeing this time and time again. And she said over and over and over again, it is a time of divine reversal. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Say it. Now is the time. And I got like a child, I got markers, colored markers. There were these really cool markers that they're coming all colors, blue and pink and green and yellow and silver and gold. And when you, it's, they're really cool. When you write... The writing is silver, but it's outlined in the color of the pen. So, like a child, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to these. 
I got my markers and in my journal I wrote, now is the time in every color. Now is the time, now is the time, now is the time. In blue and pink and yellow and green and orange and purple and gold. Now is the time, now is the time, now is the time. You know, you've got to acknowledge the word of the Lord. Esther 8, 3 through 8. Everyone, I'm sure, knows the story of Esther. If you don't, you need to. You need to read it. And then Esther went again before the king, falling down at his feet and begging him with tears to stop the evil plot devised by Haman the Agagite against the Jews. Again, the king held out the gold scepter to Esther. So she rose, stood before him, and Esther said, If it pleases the king, if I found favor with you, if you think it's right, if I'm pleasing to you, let there be a decree that reverses the orders of Haman. And then king said to Queen Esther and Mordecai the Jew, I have given Esther the property of Haman, and he has been impaled on a pole because he tried to destroy the Jews. Now go ahead, send a message to the Jews in the king's name, telling them whatever you want, and seal it with the king's signet ring. But remember that whatever has already been written in the king's name and sealed with his signet ring can never be revoked. Esther 9.1, now in the 12th month, the month of Adar, on the 13th day of Adar, when the king's command and his edict were about to be executed on the very day that the enemies of the Jews had planned for massacre of them, it was turned to the contrary. It was reversed. Now is the time. Now is the time of divine reversal. If an evil king was willing to reverse the plot against God's people, how much more will our good king, King Jesus, we sang about King Jesus today, how much more will King Jesus reverse the evil decrees of the enemy against us personally, against this nation, against our families, against our finances, against the church, the body of Christ? How much more? What is the matter with you? An evil king was willing to do it because a queen named Esther humbled herself in the presence of the king and simply asked for it. Now is the time. You better start decreeing. So I asked my teacher, who is the Holy Spirit, show me reversal throughout the word of God. Show me reversal of every condition I don't want to get it. I'm already ahead of myself, but I, wait a minute. Thank you for picking up this card, Pam, because I needed it there now. So I saw it in my own neighborhood the other day. I'd had a meeting with my core team. And the meeting was over. And uh, Tiffany came running in. She said, I need towels. Uh, uh, an elderly gentleman has fallen in the street, and, and he, he's bleeding. She goes, I mean, he's bleeding bad. And I knew immediately who it was, because I'm an avid walker. I walk every day if the weather permits. And I see him all the time. And I always talk to him. And so we got some towels, ran out, and there he is. He's laying on the street. He's on his back. And thank God, you know, Dee Dee was there. She's an RN. He was bleeding profusely. He was in, you know, you hear the term pool of blood. He was in a pool of blood. His face was just, it was awful. 
And you could tell he was in shock. And EMS had already been called. And if he had never heard prayer before, Vita was there. <laughs> I won't say any more about that. And, uh, you know, so I began to agree with him and pray as well. And then he, he became conscious again. And I said, well, I'm going to go get his wife. Because I knew where he lived, but I didn't know his wife. Reversal to a year or so ago. I was having a meeting same with the same people. And there was a knock at the door. And there was a very angry woman at my door. And I'm talking combative, adversarial, hostile. She was very angry because somebody had parked too close to the intersection. And apparently when she turned the corner, she almost hit the car. And uh, <clears throat> she did not hold back how she felt. Call me names I've never been called before. And I just tried to calm her. Soft answer turns away wrath. I'm just, ma'am, it's going to be fine. Everything's going to be okay. We'll move the car. And uh, my sister was there and heard it. And next thing I know, the lady starts walking away, and my sister zips past me and runs after her. Don't you ever talk to my sister that way. <laughs> and then she got called some names <clears throat> as well. And, I, and you can probably figure out the rest of the story because I, had, didn't, I never knew where she lived, never saw her again. And so I go to the door, and guess who answers the door? <laughs> and... I said, ma'am, your husband fell, and we have called EMS. And uh, she let out some anger. And I escorted her. And I'm telling you, we showered her with love. I mean, we poured the love of God over her. So by the time she really realized how severe it was, because at first it was, oh, that you know, he just wasn't paying attention and blah, blah, blah. And it's the medications he's on. And, you know, by then EMS is there and, and they're telling us we're going to have to take him to a level one trauma unit. We can't just, and she's going, well, what about Stone Oak? And no, ma'am, because of this and this, he has to go to a level one trauma unit. We're going to take him to university. And I, so by then I'm trying to calm her down and I am showing her the love of God. And I said, I believe he's going to be okay. And she said, how do you know that? And I said, because God had us here. I said, we just filled a house with prayer. And God had us here for your husband. Because I'm going to tell you something right now. There was nobody in the neighborhood that day. The entire time we were out there, a car didn't pass. A person didn't come out. And he would have let out. By the time he was found, he would have been gone. And I said, God loves you and your husband so much that he had a group of people that love him here. What happened? Full circle. Divine reversal. I went over there that night, knocked on the door, and she made me come in her house and sit down with her. With my dog. God is bringing things full circle. And that, listen to me, what the enemy devised against you to hurt you. 
God is reversing. Do you remember the hell that Joseph went through? 14 years in prison, accused of what he did not do, lied about to his father, jealous by his brothers, who most of whom wanted him dead. It was, I don't remember what brother it was that someone yelled it out, if it was whatever brother. Who was it? Was it Reuben? Who spoke up and just allowed him to be sold into slavery instead of eaten by lions or dying in the pit, whatever it was. And what did he say? What the enemy meant for harm, God meant for good. What is that? It is what? Reversal. And my God causes all things to work together for good to them who love him and are called according to his purpose. I know bad things have happened. I know that there's been suffering untold for so many. But I'm telling you, stay at the door and knock until. I was at a shower the other day and I was talking to, to uh, Pam and Delinda. And, and just saying, I am pressing in. I am pressing in until we see diseases healed like Jesus did. He's the same, but we've allowed culture to edit the Bible. We've allowed culture to change who he is. And I will not do it. And so, they, you know, they were just sharing things with me, which were all truth. And, and I said, you know. Jesus said, knock until the door is open. And all of a sudden, I heard myself saying, and he said, I am the door. Why have we left the door? Why have we left the door when he is the door? And if we just come to him and ask him and ask for wisdom without wavering, we, we just might get the answers we're looking for. Reversal. Deuteronomy 23.5, the Lord your God, I, you might remember where Balaam was trying to get Balak to curse Israel. The Lord your God was not willing to listen to Balaam, but the Lord your God turned the curse into a blessing for you because the Lord your God has loved you. What is that? Reversal. Oh, but people are cursing me. Oh, but the enemy is cursing me. Oh, curses have come upon me. But the Lord will turn that into a blessing for you. Amen. Reversal. Psalm 106, 40 through 46. Now, th this was a disobedient people. The anger of the Lord was kindled against his people. He detested his own inheritance. He gave them into the hands of the nation. Those who hated them ruled over them. Their enemies oppressed them. They were subdued under the powerful hand of their enemies. Many times he rescued them, but they were rebellious in their counsel. They sank into the wilderness. Nevertheless, now you can't be badder than this, people. Okay, they were bad. And they didn't have the new covenant. They were under the old covenant. I don't know. I think it was King James that turned it into the old and new testament. I never call it that. It's the old covenant and the new covenant. A covenant in the blood of Jesus. Old covenant in the blood of bulls and goats. New covenant in the precious blood. This is old covenant. Now listen. Nevertheless, he looked at their distress. When he heard their cry, he remembered his covenant for their sake, and he relented and rescinded their sentence according to the greatness of his loving kindness. 
What did he do? He reversed the sentence. Zechariah 9, 11 and 12. Because of the blood of the covenant, I have released and sent forth your imprisoned people out of the waterless pit. Return to the stronghold of security and prosperity this very day I declare to you. I will restore double your former prosperity. Return. A divine reversal. We are in a season of divine reversal. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Now is the time. Deuteronomy 31.10. Hear the word of the Lord. Declare it to the isles. For the Lord has ransomed Jacob and has redeemed him from the hand of him who is too strong for them. Verse 13, the maidens will rejoice in the dance, the young and old together. I will turn their mourning into joy. I'm going to reverse your mourning. Those of you in mourning, M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, God is going to reverse your mourning. He's going to turn it into joy. This one's my favorite. I just want you to know it's my personal favorite. Jeremiah 33, 11. There shall again be heard the voice of joy and the voice of gladness, the voice of the bridegroom, the voice of the bride, and the voices of those who sing as they bring sacrifices of thanksgiving into the house of the Lord. Give praise and thanks to the Lord of hosts. For the Lord is good. His mercy and loving kindness and steadfast love endure forever. For, here you go, I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed. And turn to be as it was at first. Oh, I have degenerative disease. I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed. And return to be as it was at first. Oh, my heart is failing. I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed. And return to be as it was at first. Oh, I've lost my my relationships. I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed. I'm broke. I will cause the captivity of the land to be reversed and return to be as it was at first. What about that do you not get? I get it. God said, I will, I will, I will, I will, I will. Jeremiah 18, verse 8. And if the people of the nation concerning which I've spoken turn from their evil, I will relent and reverse my decision concerning the evil that I thought to do them. Another time, I will speak concerning a nation or kingdom that I will build up and plant it. And if they do evil in my sight, obeying not my voice, then I will regret and reverse my decision concerning the good which I promised them. You know what? It goes both ways. I'm just so bad. How can God ever change my circumstances? Because he said, if you repent from your bad, he'll reverse your captivity. I believe him. Jeremiah 49, 39. It shall be in the latter days that I will reverse the captivity and restore the fortunes of Elam, says the Lord. Isaiah 43, 13. I have always, no, excuse me. uh, Yes, 13. From the time of the first existence of day and from this day forth, I am he and there is no one who can deliver out of my hand. I will work and who can hinder or reverse it. I have always been God. No one can save people from my power. When I do something, no one can change, undo or reverse it. Thank you, Lord, for that. Thank you for your good. Thank you. No one can reverse the good you do. Did you know that God can reverse aging? 
Psalm 103.5, who satisfies your mouth, your necessity and desire and personal age and situation with good so that your youth is renewed like the eagles. What is that? It's reversal. You ought to be praying, God, reverse the aging process in me. I believe he's doing that. Don't ever listen to me. Don't ever receive, oh, well, it's just old age. If that's what you think, that's what you get. But God said, don't forget his benefits. Emma just turned 70. I said, Emma, I've known you, what, 35 years? She hasn't changed a bit. I'll tell you something. Now, I mean, I know I've got some lines and stuff. I mean, that's fine. I earned them. But it's because my, of yelling at my kids. <laughs> That's the reason. And so I literally, literally, literally believe that we don't have to succumb to the curses of old age. But this has already happened. Reversal. Reversal. I saw Cindy wrote on Instagram talking about her and Emma. I, I don't normally comment on that. I, don't, I only read Instagram. I don't do it. But I, I remember, and that was 35 years ago, wasn't it? And we were at an old flea market on Bandera Road. Had to hire guards for our cars because otherwise the wheels were gone when we got out. For real. Not kidding. And so, so we had our first retreat. And I'll never forget as long as I live. There are cockroaches everywhere. So I went into a back room. I thought, I've got to get some sleep. Because she had asked me to speak the next day on Saturday. And 2, 3 o'clock in the morning. And all of a sudden, I hear the loudest voices I've ever heard. And it was Cindy and Emma singing How Great Thou Art, a cappella, all night long. <laughs> all night long. That song's never been the same. I ought to make y'all come up and do it. Except I know Emma would. She would. She would, though. She would do it. So I began to seek the Lord on reversal, and I said, Lord, is this in the New Testament? And my teacher said to me, every miracle was reversal. Let's just do a few. Mark 5, 34, the woman with the issue of blood, he said to her daughter, your faith has restored you to health. Go in peace and be continually healed and freed from your distressing bodily disease. What happened? She had bled for 12 years. And in a moment, Jesus reversed it. And immediately she felt in her body the flow of blood dried up. 1 John 3, 8. But he who commits sin is of the devil and takes his character from the devil. For the devil has sinned from the beginning. The reason the Son of God was manifested, say the reason, was to undo, destroy, loosen, and dissolve the works the devil has done. What is that? Reversal. To turn, to overturn, to return. Luke 5, 12 and 13, and Jesus was in the city and a man came to him. He had an advanced case of leprosy, not just leprosy. He had an advanced case of leprosy. And when he saw Jesus, he fell on his face and he begged him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean and well. 
And Jesus reached out his hand and touched him, saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. What was that? He went from being covered with flesh-eating sores to be totally restored. What is that? That's reversal. John 9, 1 and 7. He passed along. He noticed a man blind from his birth. And the Pharisees tried to blame it on sin. Listen to me. That pharisaical, pharaoh, religious spirit always wants to fix you. Jesus wants to restore you. He wants to accuse you. Jesus wants to restore you. And Jesus, the man was blind from birth, and Jesus said to him, go wash in the pool of Siloam, which means sent. And so he went, why? Because he was sent, and he washed, and he came back seeing reversal. And they got mad. Oh, well, he healed on the Sabbath. God healed on the Sabbath. You see, because religious people are always going to try to devalue the work of God. I won't do it. Luke 10, 13, 10 through 13, Jesus is teaching. And there was a woman, 18 years had an infirmity caused by a demon of sickness. Now, if I were you, if something symptom comes on you, I would at least take authority over a demon of sickness. It might not be. I mean, it could be a breakdown in your body. I mean, there's all kinds of reasons. But this lady had a demon of sickness, and she didn't deserve it. She didn't do anything to cause it. Jesus called her daughter. She was bent completely forward like this, completely forward, and utterly unable to straighten herself up or look up. And when Jesus saw her, he called to her, and he said, Woman! You are released from your infirmity. And then he laid his hands on her and instantly she's made straight and recognized and thanked and praised God. What happened? Reversal. 1 Peter 1.23. This is so powerful. You have been regenerated, not from mortal origin, seed or sperm, but from one that is immortal by the ever-living and lasting word of God. You have been regenerated. Look at the word, and that word is regened. If you have a degenerative condition, receive regeneration by the immortal, incorruptible word of God. Reversal. I want to tell you something that is so magnificent, in my opinion. Luke 9 11. When the crowds learned of it, they followed Jesus, and he welcomed them, and he talked to them about the kingdom of God, and he healed. That Greek word is, and I'm going to probably say it wrong, I don't speak Greek, but it's therapuo, which sounds like therapy, doesn't it? And that Greek word, he talked to them about the kingdom of God, he healed them, or he ready means healing focused on the reversal of a physical condition illness or disease. He healed them, therapeuo, who needed restoration to health. The Greek word for health here is a-i-a-o-my, whatever, and it means to heal supernaturally. 
Matthew 4, 23. He went about Galilee preaching the good news of the kingdom and healing, there are puo, to heal, reverse a physical condition. He healed every disease and every weakness and infirmity among the people. You see, when Jesus healed, he reversed. Reversal is a divine circle. God is bringing us full circle. And anyone who believes that is going to get it. Now, I'm going to read you. I have never in my entire 49 years of walking with the Lord seen so many trusted, not flaky, but trusted prophetic voices all over the United States. I mean, people that proven records, and that's those who are the ones I'll listen to, are consistently all saying the same thing. And this is one of them. This was given on February 21st by Jojo Dawson. And then, before that, on February 19th, Nate Johnson from Redding, California, gave the same word. It was almost identical. But I'm going to read you JoJo's. I was praying recently, and the Lord spoke to me. This is a recover all season. When I heard this, I knew in my spirit that it was not just a word for me, but for so many. If you have lost something or the enemy has stolen something from you on your journey toward your destiny, you are about to recover all. This is your season. When God restores anything, the enemy must pay recompense. What is recompense? I love this. It is what was taken from you or lost plus some. You are about to recover all with interest. I love it. See, God pays interest. It, it is more critical in this season more than ever to remind yourself of all the prophetic words that the Lord has given to you. Even prophetic words that look dead or dormant will be recovered and restored in this recover all season. You will start to see each prophetic promise that is yet to come to pass begin to manifest in your life. Many of you have dreams you've given up on, prodigals that look like they've gone too far, financial loss that seems too big, physical infirmities that are still not healed, but don't be discouraged. God is the God of the impossible. He is the God who makes rivers in the desert, makes a way where there is none, makes the lame walk and brings everything that looks dead back to life. Let this encourage you to expect recompense and restoration in whatever areas or circumstances you have suffered loss, encountered delays, endured setbacks, and where the enemy has stolen from you in past seasons. Get ready, friends. In this season, expect to recover all. You will recover all in every area and sphere of your life. You will recover all spiritually, emotionally, financially, in your physical health. In relationships, in time, in resources, it's payback time. This is recover all season. When the enemy steals from you, he has to give it back with interest. There is not one single thing ever really lost and no prophetic word that God will not see through to your completion in your life. This is a recover all season. 
We've all experienced pain and disappointment and loss as we go after all that God has for us. This is because the enemy never goes to battle where there are no spoils and you are about to see recompense and restoration in every single area. Be expectant. Position yourself properly with the Lord and don't, don't grow weary or discouraged. In previous seasons, it may have looked like the enemy came in and plundered and destroyed so much, but I'm telling you, my friends, this is a season. You will recover all and then some. Stand up on your feet. I'm going to make a decree over you. You should be doing this to yourself every day. I, I sit in my prayer chair and I make decrees. By the way, did you know that the word has a voice? How do I know that? Well, the Bible says that the angels are mighty in strength, obeying the voice of his word. God's word is his voice. Well, I don't know. I can't hear God. Well, that means you don't read the Bible. In the name of Jesus, I decree you well, not just healed, but well. I decree a sound mind over you. A restored soul over you, free from fear, unrest, and anxiety. I decree reversal from every form of lack, shortage, and bondage. I decree reversal of every single thing adverse in your lives. Reversal of sickness and disease. Divine, full circle of health come back to you. Relationships restored. Finances restored with interest. Children come home. Godly and good relationships. Bridges built, restored. Reversal from every lie the enemy has told you. Reversal of discouragement, depression, defeat, dismay in the name of Jesus. Because God loves you and Jesus Christ is Lord. And this morning I saw after Andrea gave that powerful word. I saw a cold, gorgeous glass with a soft drink being poured in that glass. And as the foam came to the top and that hand, that supernatural hand kept pouring, what happens? It overflows. And then I saw a child. Have you ever watched a child as they miss up Mimi's table they keep on pouring, and the foam overflows, and what do they do? They put their mouth underneath to catch the overflow. Be like a child. God is reversing your captivity before your eyes. In Jesus' name, say amen. Amen. Thanks again for joining us. If you enjoyed the podcast, subscribe and share it with a friend. You can hear more messages by visiting ChosenEssay.com. 
Be sure to follow us at Chosen Essay on Facebook and Instagram.